0: this week's episode of the last refuge i'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master dm jazzy hands and with me i have
1: bazira bria flick and second assistant librarian
0: Last week, our adventure detectives met the second assistant librarian, familiarly known as Lynn, and began their investigations into the origins of the threatening banner that was found in the town square the day before. After studying the banner and chatting with Lynn about their motivations and goals, the second assistant librarian decided she trusted the party enough to allow them into the restricted section of the library, an archive of historical documents and records that is normally off-limits just as the party was headed toward the stalactite where the archive is kept, the third assistant librarian wandered in and headed straight for the restricted section, saying they left their glasses in there. Will the party avoid being spotted by the third assistant librarian? What fresh hell will break loose if they don't? And if they do, what clues await them in this part of the library? Let's find out. Hey, y'all.
2: Hello. Hello. Hello.
3: Hey, how's everybody doing today? Well, now I'm wondering if fresh hell is better than stale hell. I assume so. I mean, I... I mean,
4: I feel like stale hell is just another level of a terrible hell. Mm. I think it depends on how you're looking at it, because I was looking at it
2: as a fresh hell, like, this is the first time you've been to hell, it's fresh for you, mm. and so if that's the case, then it's really bad, because everything is new, and you haven't gotten used to your nails being pulled off and stuff, you know? Mm. Right.
3: Yeah. You know, cool. If it's doesn't stale, relate. he knows
1: If it's stale, maybe they haven't, you know, come up with the new torture techniques. <laughs>
3: right. Right. She's she's right.
4: like, oh you're gonna boil my eyes out again oh great I've had this one done already getting some great good place vibes yes absolutely that was my intent (laughs) (laughs) well I so I don't know if I I, any of you read Chuck Polanic but he has a a series called Damned and Doomed and and it's all about a teenage girl in hell and they're always talking about the pond of excrement and you know getting nails shoved under nails actually um
0: ew no
4: (laughs) (laughs) I read a lot of books. She does, and weird books, and weird books. Um, but if you, uh, my listeners, if you are new to the Chuck Palahniuk world, I wouldn't start with those. Those uh, are not my favorite. Uh, of Biz, his. I
2: have a question. So, this teenager yes. who's in hell, tell me about her love interest. No, Whose team should why are you we be doing- on? Stop! No, because you uh, know no, that there's two different love interests, and oh, we're gonna God. have to pick which one we should have Honestly, to be between.
4: She's she's like thirteen years old, and she's a fucking disaster and no she's no. who isn't a disaster at 13 yeah
0: truly <laughs> it's a fair question i suppose
4: the second one is better than the first one but they're both pretty nice we should
0: we should stop we yeah. should move on yeah okay yeah yeah thank you just saying i i know
4: i listen it's it's quarantine i've been reading a book a week I it's a look, thing
0: i get it i'm just saying like you know book cor- this has been bizdeer's book corner but now maybe let's get back to what's going on
4: taryn needs to know about love interests there there really isn't any Nothing good, I, at least.
0: I I just don't think that she does though. I would love to, like, what, really No, I mean she she goes on
4: this whole thing about <laughs> having
0: so Oh my god. Okay. No. So okay. 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 As lovely as Miss Deer's reading corner is, let's let's hop in, shall we? Here we go. <laughs> So, uh, much to, uh, quite frankly, my surprise, uh, the second assistant librarian has decided uh, that they trust you all enough to, uh, to take you into the uh, the restricted section.
1: I wasn't going to trust y'all so quickly, but you were very convincing.
0: Yeah, do that.
4: <laughs> we can do we, we get like that sometimes.
0: They do. It's strange. Anyway, uh, and at that moment, you heard the call from the second assistant librarian coming to you uh, from the vestibule outside sort of that center area uh, where you can get into all the different stalactites. Uh, and so you go out there and you see uh, the third assistant librarian standing there. Uh, and they say, oh, oh my goodness, my goodness, I am so, so sorry to bother you, third, second, no, what's your name? You're second. I'm so, so sorry to bother you, second assistant librarian, but I need to retrieve my glasses.
1: Oh, third assistant librarian, good morning. I was just, they were just headed to the restricted section to... Drop off this banner to be archived. I can fetch your glasses. Uh, they, they can fetch your glasses for you,
0: if you oh. like. Oh no, no, no! That's—it's that's really no trouble for me to go, and I—I I don't want to make you have to have to come back and forth for me. No, no, no! That's—that's—that's that's, that's far too much. Um, why don't you go ahead and make me a charisma persuasion check?
1: Okay. A
0: Fifteen. Okay, a fifteen. All right. So fifteen's not bad. They sort of say, "Well, I, I mean, I suppose." They really don't mind. Well, I suppose if you don't mind, it, it would it would be very kind of you sure absolutely they should they should be sitting just right uh, right on the desk where i was working before you you can't possibly miss them i don't think and Lynn, you head off into the restricted section to collect the glasses now as the second assistant librarian comes in uh, where what does she see where does she find you all what are you all doing what's happening
2: well we've already done our like i i disguised myself and in what did you disguise
0: yourself as
2: I just, as a, a librarian, like, I just copied kind of her her cloaks, um, not her face, but I just tried to kind of look like, sorry, there, so that was kind of, I, I just tried to copy everything that they're wearing.
0: Okay. Flick, you went invisible, right? Booped out of um, sight. Uh, Bizdiri, you're hiding somewhere? Um, or? Are there
4: any pillars in the sixth stalact?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's bookshelves and things and, and places that you could definitely find uh, to hide behind. I mean, the shelves are pretty tall. and.
4: So I think she would just kind of like go and kind of stand behind one and expect to kind of like move around it as necessary.
0: <laughs> considering that
4: um she is very lanky and very sure, like, sure. you know, she's not quite Kate Moss and family guy. Ooh, a window. Oh my God. Um You know, that kind of thing. But she's Good definitely reference. like... She, she's skinny enough.
0: Sure, 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 sure. Okay, yeah. Why don't you make me a dexterity stealth check, please? So, Bria, did you change your face? Like, would Lynn recognize you uh, when they come back in here? Or are they going to be surprised at some librarian they've never seen before hanging out in the restricted
3: Maybe
2: section? Maybe I, like, changed my nose or something. <laughs> Just, like, slightly... Sli- but I did whisper to them as they were leaving that we were going to get in there, so I think it, I probably did that at the same time as I was doing this spell, so.
0: Okay, alright, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, real quick, let's head back to Bizdira. What was your dexterity stealth check?
1: 16. I do not see you. <laughs> 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 I rolled a nat one.
0: Alright, so Bizdira is sort of, you know, playing that playing that game going behind the, the, the pillar and sort of circling around and avoiding the second assistant librarian as as they move around the space yes
2: yes when um when she gets in there when they get in there it's 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 okay can use can use multiple multiple pronouns just primarily they them when they get in there i I am putting on this like farcical voice um saying uh oh the books, they're dusty and just, like, <laughs> pretending
4: books to be are <laughs> a librarian. What? What are you even? Uh, First of no, all, not I not feel all. like... So, would this be I a like... constitution save? <laughs> do do we need to make a constitution save to make sure that we don't just start laughing hysterically at <laughs> how ridiculous Aabria is being?
3: I no I No, honestly I think, think that's
0: a wisdom saving throw that I will okay. take from you all. I don't even care if I
3: fail though, cause that's funny, because <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> Uh, Bizdira. Biz is
4: so used to Bria doing dumb shit like this, she just rolls her eyes for a 21.
0: <laughs> oh, solid. Okay, Flick. I crit, so it's a 23. Oh, all right. So right, I'm very sorry. You don't laugh, though. Uh, okay, how very strange. So, uh, Lynn, you, yeah? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Actually,
1: I dust in here once a week.
0: Aha, uh-huh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. You offended them.
1: <laughs> she just corrects her. She says,
3: no, it's not. Duh.
2: And you don't see it because my back is turned to you, but a tear comes down.
1: (laughs) I'm going to make an investigation check for those glasses.
3: I mean, if Flick didn't laugh at Bria saying that, he definitely laughed at uh Lynn saying that. So. Fair enough. Oh,
4: I think. So you think you now know the location of well. Flick.
3: He's he's somewhere <laughs> over he's somewhere over to
0: your right. All right. So so you hear Flick over in one of the in one of the stacks by one of the bookshelves, presumably like uh, I don't know, starting to starting the search for information.
1: May wish to wait until they have a moment to help you search. The well it's it actually not the most well organized in here, perhaps on purpose. But very clean. It's very clean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yes! Uh, they have to return the glasses of the third assist- assistant librarian. They managed to uh, convince them not to come up here. Uh, so they will be right back. Um, unfortunately, I've got a nine to find the glasses.
0: A nine, unfortunately, isn't quite going to cut it. You you sort of glance around and check out uh, all of the, the obvious surfaces in in this area, and you don't spot any any spectacles anywhere.
4: Can can we help look? I was yeah. about to say,
0: can we look too? Yeah, absolutely. Sure, you can all make uh, wisdom perception or intelligence investigation checks. So, Bizdira?
4: In that case, that's a 21 for me.
0: Okay, and... Bria? Ten. And Flick. I'm embarrassed. Fair enough. And Flick. It's a 14 for perception. Okay, so Bizdira, uh, you happen to look down at uh, a little sort of desk shelving area right near where you were uh, playing Ring Around the Rosie, and uh, you see a, a pair of glasses sitting uh, right atop a big stack of of uh, sort of, of loose-leaf-looking documents uh, that, that catch your eye just just because they've got a lot of uh, symbols on them and things, and I don't know what would interest bizdeera, but anyway, lots of documents that you see that are sort of underneath where the glasses were.
4: So she'll she'll pick them up, and she'll hand them to Lynn and say, here you go, and she's gonna... Um... Wait for Lynn to start walking away, but she's very curious as to what this these papers are and just kind of like
1: Where did you find them? And she'll she'll point to it, she'll show you. Yeah, Lynn would like to look at the where they were found as well.
0: Yeah, totally. So uh, you have a you head over and have a look at the the stack of documents that bizdiri indicates. Uh, there are a ton of documents. There are
1: there are very many documents. <laughs> yes, there
0: are very many documents. Um, these in particular seem to actually be ones that you recognize because not too long ago you were paging through some of these as well, um, and and they are related to what you were going to show uh, the party in terms of sort of your your line of thinking about the banner and the incident. And, and everything else that's been going on down here for okay. a while now.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Third assistant librarian has been researching, well, relevant to current events. They, they should return their glasses. Uh, they will be right back. Please make yourselves comfortable. As I said, the uh, filing system may be a little difficult to discern, but please, they will return in a moment. Are we, start. are
2: we, are you, uh, are they allowed to? Two, she's not saying i are we allowed to look through while y-
1: while they're gone um, <laughs> yes well <laughs> technically you're not allowed it here at all but it's a bit of a gray area since we're not I supposed met- to talk to members of the community about any of this or other librarians is it okay with you or do you want us to wait for you they would appreciate it if you wait okay they will be right back, yes. And they do leave the banner on the
0: table. All right, so uh, Lynn heads out to return the glasses. Um, what are you all doing? Uh, I mean, I guess Flick is, is I don't know, flying around on his broomstick or, or something? I'm
3: invisible, so technically you don't know what I'm
0: doing. Right. Oh,
4: excuse me. <laughs> That's you. definitely how it works.
0: Okay, Bizdira.
4: I love it. Biz is just going to take the the top parchment off and kind of scan it okay. to see if she gets anything from it.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, it seems like it's a list of some sort. Uh, it's it's sort of hard to really figure out exactly what it's talking about, but it does look like some sort of list. There are uh, sort of all of these names down the row, and next to each of the names are these funny-looking little symbols. Um,
4: okay, so I'll, I'll do that little scan, and then I'll put it very carefully back where I found
0: it. Okay, uh, before you put it back, just just to double-check, will you make me an intelligence history check, please? sure this is going to be
4: very good considering my intelligence I
0: have no doubt (laughs) Uh so uh yes
4: I told you guys I got new dice Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell Um, tell them what it is so
4: that's a that's a fuck uh-huh. That, that's a that's a
0: crit fail. Which, which means, yes, exactly, a crit fail. So, uh, yeah, that's what you know.
4: Zero fucks given. Zero fucks Trillian. are given for this.
0: Yes, exactly. Right, you just do not care what any of these little symbols uh, actually, actually mean. So there you go, no problem. All right, so you put it back uh, very carefully where it was so that Lynn has no reason to suspect what has gone on. Okay, so what are you all doing next? And I only ask because,
3: like, I just want to know if Lynn's going to, like, come back in and the whole room is going to have been destroyed. Droid, you know what I mean? I had I had no um, intention of doing anything like I that. I think it's
4: yeah. I think it's safe to say that we all respect books.
2: We have burned down a library
4: before, y'all. We did, but we didn't respect their books. That's a difference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works.
4: But <laughs> <laughs> You're evil necromancers.
0: I, yes, I mean, I, it's all in the be- eye of the beholder, <laughs> not a beholder. Anyway, so Lynn gets back uh, and and sees some of you. And so Lynn, what do you, uh, when you reappear, what do you say?
1: Yes, Um. have you guys introduced yourselves by name? Yes, yes. Did. Okay. I think I did at the very I think top. You did at the beginning. Yeah. Um, where did your friend uh, Flick
3: Go over here, and you hear, um, he's like pretty much right next to you.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> creepy, <laughs> <laughs> it's very
4: creepy, yeah.
3: Every time, uh, yeah, I I don't really know how to reveal myself when I'm inv- I think I, I think Flick forgets he's invisible once he's done it, and so sometimes he doesn't really know how to act, and then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm right here, and you're like, Oh, like <laughs> it's yeah, it's terrifying.
1: Um,
4: uh, and then
3: <laughs> I assume that you react in such a uh, way, and-
1: yes. Yeah, so, Sexist, a librarian, like. Uh, pushes their glasses back up on their nose again. Mm-hmm. Um, right, well, uh, let's see, there aren't really any research tables in here, but perhaps, if you don't mind, we can just make ourselves comfortable in the floor in a corner. Um, I'm going to gather some tomes that I've found, and, yes, yes, uh, and they, they bustle around for a moment, uh, gathering gathering a couple, one, one big book and um, then actually the, the sack of papers that Vizira was looking through um, and another small small
4: uh, bound book. is going to um, at the, the corner where Lynn wants to set up, she's going to take off her clothing and place it on the ground to show respect to the books and tomes and stuff yes
1: and then linda has pulled out a little pair of gloves i don't know do asimars get oily is that a thing
4: <laughs> i showered I mean, this morning maybe they just have we're celestial skin. Yeah, yeah we're celestial i my i mean my skin is basically porcelain it's even got that like gray tinge to it that porcelain has so, so you know yeah maybe no oil it's perfect flawless if you will Except for the scars.
3: (laughs) I would say Flick's main, like, skin issue is just some redness every now and then. Why are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) skin? Yes, good question, Priya. (laughs) Excellent question.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, so uh, so Lynn goes around and gathers up all the
3: books and brings them back to where you are, and sort of you all can—I I don't know—reminds me of college, kind of like yeah. sitting up on this library floor, like exactly, all the books just down, sort of in a like, circle. Oh, I love it. Flick will ask Lynn, "Is there anything that we can help them find? Like, are there any other things that we need to go, or do they have everything that they need?"
1: Well, these are the primary tomes that that I know of that we should look through. Um, um, they were thinking that. We, as a group, could begin here, and then perhaps we could continue to look elsewhere if more research is needed.
3: Absolutely. Good. Um, so,
1: please. So they set down this large tome, um, which you can see written in a big, like gold leaf illuminated, but but somewhat somewhat faded and tattered letters on the cover is the Book of the Beast.
3: What?
4: Bizdeer is really trying not to just like grab it and And run
2: yeah me too that's my instinct too we're just gonna need this book
4: I think I think Rhea and Bizdeer are both like on hands and knees like in front of it like can can we look can can, can we look please (laughs) like just like fingers are twitching
1: yes be careful it is rather old the pages can be a little bit fragile uh, we do they
3: they have... turn and just the two of them are like, have it like fight. They're like fighting. Like, one has got one end, one's got <laughs> oh. the other. They're like, it's
0: mine. No, no, no. Oh, God. No, I mean, I just, no. I kind of imagine that they were sitting nicely but excitedly. Yeah, <laughs> we're, true. Li-
4: we're literally just like hands and knees, like crouched down, like little kids that are like looking <laughs> at something that they really want Aww. on the floor. Yeah, we do so have
1: preservation spells on all the texts and uh but. Uh, uh, they don't have those skills uh, personally, so mm. some of them have not been renewed in quite some time.
4: We will we will be very careful.
1: Um, Eugenio, do you want to give some of this information, or shall I give some of this information, they
0: find? Uh, no, I'm happy to, to sort of kick this one off, and then as, you know, questions are asked, and y'all delve deeper, uh, Lynn, you can you can take over, but I'll get this started, because it's sort of an odd end point. So, this book, The Book of the Beast, is enormous, and it is full of all kinds of information about the beast. Now, the tough thing is that if you really read it cover to cover, you're going to notice that a lot of the information therein is, like, self-contradictory. Uh, you know, one page, one chapter will tell you one thing about the beast. Another one later on will tell you something completely different. Um, it's really it's really tough to figure out uh, what is fact, what is myth, what is just made-up lies. So that's the caveat for this book, right? Now, um, the information that Lynn sort of points you towards is in, in this book is that there are um the, the banner incident caught Lynn's attention because it reminds them of some of the stories in this book that talk about organizations or maybe churches religions possibly cults who's to say uh throughout history that have in some way shape or form uh supported and sometimes even gone as far as encouraged the return of the beast um These organizations, uh, what information you can sort of parse through in this book. Um, you know that these organizations were very secretive. Sometimes throughout history they were very dangerous. Uh, and the thing in particular that caught Lin's attention is that they would often use intimidation tactics, perhaps like the banner, uh, to cause chaos and fear and to get what they wanted from uh, from the populace. So that's that's sort of what tipped you off. But this, this book has all kinds of information about these organizations and the Beast, um, but those are sort of that's sort of the basic facts that are mentioned often enough throughout the book that you can you feel fairly confident, and at least that much is true. There existed organizations. They supported the Beast, uh, and they used they were dangerous, and they used intimidation uh, to to get what they wanted from from the populace, from the community.
2: Yes. I am taking copious notes for Kit. I feel very bad that she's not here because this is, like, her wheelhouse. So Bria is, like, noting everything down for her so that, like, she's got as much, as long as
1: um, Lynn is okay with me, like, mm-hmm. taking notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so Lynn is like, this This book is, yes, quite often contradictory, as I mentioned. Um, there is even a rather salacious tale or two in here with appropriate disclaimers of course. Uh, but um, these these cults or groups or organizations it talks about beyond any sort of general intimidation tactics that a uh, less scrupulous organization might employ specifically interested in causing chaos and fear with regards to the return of the beast either to aid it or hasten it's awakening um t- he said it's coming through through fear and chaos among the peoples of the world well the world above this is exactly what I was worried
4: about
3: well this all tracks
4: yeah I I, I would just I, I would like to look up at Lynn and say can you do, do you Know exactly where the salacious details
0: are? No, Bizdira, absolutely not.
1: I just—I'm curious.
0: Of course, you oh, are. God.
1: I mean, I, you may re- read the tales if you wish, but it's not really relevant to our research at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, do you say so? I, I think uh, rather separate from uh, the emotions of chaos and fear.
0: I mean, uh, it depends on what kind of salacious I mean, I would story. Hope so.
1: <laughs> how are? Uh,
2: do you know how these? groups were, since this is obviously a very old book,
1: how they were brought down or it's stopped? A, afraid not. Um, though this journal may contain some clues. Uh, well, not clues, more more questions. It, it just mentions that these groups are, are secretive and quite obviously dangerous. But yes, speaking of these groups and organizations, um, these reports that Third Assistant Librarian was looking through, perhaps, though they will have to speak with um, third assistant later. Is these reports from oh mm, perhaps at least over a century ago um, from the northern island uh, by their their intelligence? I suppose they had some sort of intelligence service according to these reports, um, and they trace millennia of pro beast organizations. The, the And possibly several different groups, or possibly one in the same group, stretching throughout eons, changing names and presentations and locations... Uh, but maintaining their goal of um, hastening the coming of the beast. Sounds like chuckles to me.
0: As uh, as Second Assistant Librarian sort of uh, tells you about what these reports are, I imagine uh, they'll, you know, show them to you so you can sort of see. And these are the documents that you looked at earlier, Bizdira, but now they make a little bit more sense. Um, but as you're sort of looking at them, uh, Bria, as you get a closer look at... The this list of organizations and little symbols, you notice that some of the symbols look extremely familiar to you, and you sort of look with horror and you realize that these symbols are very similar, clearly from sort of the same family of scripts as the brand on your arm.
2: Uh, I will <gasps> most definitely show her and say... Do you, or I'll say, do you know what this is? I got this, and then I'll show her. I, is it on my arm? I forget what it's from.
3: I, I think it's on your arm.
2: I, I I remember what it's from. I just don't remember if she grabbed my
4: arm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's on your okay. arm from when you were fighting the sea hags on your way to this
4: island. I, the funny thing is, this is exactly what I wanted, as I wanted Bria to look at that and see
0: if she recognized any of them. Nice
4: of
0: Do I know anything about this symbol? Have I ever seen it anywhere else? Um. No, uh, not really. I don't think so. I mean, you, you've seen it here, obviously, in this in this list. Um, maybe some symbols, sort of f- similar to it, uh, might have been found in some of the other documents. But, but no, I don't think you do. Why don't you? Uh, you know what? Since uh, since we're getting a little bit more information for you about this uh, second assistant librarian, why don't you make me an intelligence investigation check?
1: I'm going to use my inspiration.
0: Oh, that good, huh?
1: To re-roll that. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a bit better. 17.
0: Okay. Um, you can definitely pick out some of the things that, that I think uh, the party may also uh, remember if they, they think back far enough, which is that a lot of these symbols have um, markers in them for the elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that is on Bria's arm is definitely a watermark, and you can sort of pick out where each of the four elements—earth, wind, air, and fire—are uh, are seen in these various uh, in these various markings and symbols. Um, there isn't one that is an exact match to what's on Bria's arm, but the similarity and the fact that they're from sort of the same script is is they're uh, one is is undeniable really that they are one exactly yeah i think that's what you know about them or what you can parse together about them at this point
1: yes yes i do see would you mind uh terribly bria if we took down a a sketch of this mark on your your arm yeah and I'll I'll say
2: let's say it's on my non-drawing hand, and
1: I can say mm-hmm. that I'll draw it for her. Right.
2: Actually, I probably have already drawn it <laughs> somewhere because yeah. I'm very working worried through about the this trauma. Thing. Yeah,
4: I I find it very interesting that Lynn is very. Uh, receptive to this instead of just seeing the brand and be like,
1: oh my god, you're part of it. It's very. Did Did Bria say how they got the brand?
0: I don't think so.
1: Oh yeah, because otherwise, Lit is gonna be mm. kind of worried. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean if I'm, I'm concerned
2: quit. about it, like I would say, like this came from it. Like I was, this brand was put on me by it. I don't know that I know it was a sea hag, but by something in the sea when
1: yeah. we had
0: a battle in the sea.
1: And you. I'll roll insight so just Sure, just yeah,
0: absolutely that's um, particularly great Uh,
1: 10.
0: I, I mean, Bria is so obviously upset By finding this mark in this document That you don't think
1: <laughs> that she's, you know Distressed by this
0: Right, she's distressed, but she's not lying About what she's telling you <laughs>
1: And I imagine it's also, like, at an angle, right? That one would, like, not have it tattooed on purposefully. Totally.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, it's a very awkward
3: angle. It seems a little slapdash. Aesthetically not hugely pleasing, but it's there. I mean, I, you know.
2: Um, you you said before that the list had, like, locations. What's the matching location to my symbol?
0: Oh, I, it does have locations, but I, I don't think, uh, uh, you know, the cults, these groups were sort of... Everywhere and nowhere, they're hard to track, and and I don't think any of the the elements or your symbol, the one that is most similar to your symbol, or the water symbol, was specifically relegated to one island or one geographical area. You know what I mean?
3: Mm -hmm. I'm going to share with Lynn that these centers of magic, these nodes that we have been actively trying to make inactive, um, are uh, are associated with keys pretty p- powerful magic items, uh, some of which are associated with um, uh, elemental magic. So I don't know uh, if any of this is relevant to that. I, I just, uh, I'm trying to connect all of the dots in some way, shape, or form.
1: K-E-Y keys? <laughs> Good
3: question. Good question. pull out the Good fire shield. And I'll pull out the shimmer scale.
4: Yeah. I'll show my amulet.
2: And she robs us all and the story's over.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: And I run away with the Book of the Beast.
2: And they we call them keys because they fit into these temples of magic
1: that they unlock them if you have the right combination of these keys together. And they're sorry to say they don't know much about m- magic or temples or keys. This is all... Quite fascinating.
3: Yeah, I, and I you think... could
1: see Lynn like reaching for a piece of parchment that they they don't have. They're not carrying, and then restraining yeah. themselves. <laughs>
3: yeah, um,
1: I will say that that I'll
2: notice that and say we we can give you a full account of our story when this is, is all done. We'll, some other time. You can write you can write our book. We we give you the authoring <laughs> yes. permission for
1: that. Yes!
0: Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you are enjoying the episode so far, it would be magniloquent, something I have been accused of being from time to time. If you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we have our Patreon page still. You can go to patreon.com slash dn. Last Refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much, much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can find more information on that program and a list of the creators that we are patronizing on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to thank some of our awesome patrons for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merc Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. If you want to get shout-outs on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We are excited to remind you all about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Idle Champions is a completely free idle adventure game featuring your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore that's available on Steam, Nintendo's O, you all know the list on all the places. You should check out the game uh, and information about it at CodenameEntertainment.com and next time you boot up the game be sure to use our gold chess code that you can get from our episode notes every week for free items and power-ups. We get a new code like I said every week so be sure to redeem each one before it expires on Wednesday. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com ScottBuckley.com.au and in CompTech.Filmmusic.ior respectively. As always, you can check the episode notes to find track names, artist names, and links. In case you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive Through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. Ever long to be a Sailor Scout or a Power Ranger? Now you can, by playing Glitter Hearts, the magical transforming Heroes RPG from Leatherman Games. Glitter Hearts is an action-packed RPG based in the Powered by the Apocalypse system where everyday people transform into powerful superheroes to fight off the forces of evil. Glitterhearts does away with the standard playbook model from Powered by the Apocalypse, allowing you to create your own unique hero. There are over 150 different moves to choose to build your perfect hero. Find more information about Glitterhearts at Leatherman.games today. We also of course want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan, and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. And finally, in case you haven't heard, we want to remind you once again this week that we do have a merch store. You can go to bit.ly/slash TLR merch store to check out t-shirts, buttons, drink koozies, and more that we've got available. And if you do order, once you receive your items, be sure to take pictures and then tag us on social media at dndlastrefuge so we can see how awesome you look with your TLR notebook or sweatshirt or whatever. Okay, I think that's all the announcements we've got for you this week. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming,
3: y'all. I think just to kind of bring all of this, you know, together, that's why he brought it up. And, yeah. I'm. Can we keep? Is that all? These reports seem to be is just locations and descriptions of these organizations. Yeah, that pretty
0: pretty much. Yeah,
3: might be associated in this sort of kind of interconnected network.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty much what you can glean from these uh, from these reports.
3: Okay.
2: Why would? the third assistant librarian have been looking at this?
1: That is a very good question. What do I know about the third assistant librarian?
0: Um, not much. They are relatively new to the staff of the library. You haven't really gotten a chance to to get to know them uh, very much at all. They seem curious enough and enthusiastic enough about their about their job. Uh, definitely a sort of toe the line sort of employee. You know, they don't. As far as you're aware, you haven't seen them coming back to the restricted section all that often, except for when assigned and and doing all the right things. Um, yeah, I think that's. There's nothing particularly standoutish about the third assistant librarian, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Hmm.
1: Yes, I I don't know them that well. They seem they seem eager to be. A librarian, uh, they and uh, they, I, have talked, showed them the well, the stacks, slags, and stacks, and stacks and slags, slags and, (laughs) um, but, yes, this is quite a question. It's it's possible that they were simply curious, because, like Second Assistant Librarian, they thought that this might be related to current events. But, uh, yes, here we have, um, I think this will be of interest to you, uh, although it is quite concerning, as, is all of this, I suppose, um, a private journal, we don't know who it belonged to, who wrote it, where they were from, uh, but this, this official, um, in some city, perhaps the Northern Island, Western Island, uh, even here in the Eastern Island, um was unable to solve a series of disappearances and Lynn flips through the book and reads a couple passages um from the journal. This person, maybe some sort of detective or even a bureaucrat with aspirations of being a detective hey. found evidence about all these similar disappearances throughout the decades in their city and all the investigations kind of dried up and led nowhere. And then the final entry talks about how they discovered that one of the disappeared individuals had turned up back at home. None the worse. Th- their family was seemed delighted. Um, and the, the author of the journal said they were looking forward to interviewing this person the following morning. And that's the last entry.
3: That sounds like Zagara.
1: Z- who...
3: So then Flick will <laughs> a- explain so second um,
1: list assistant librarians eyes go very wide behind their glasses.
3: A- absolutely. Um, so uh, <laughs> Flick will turn to Lynn and say, uh, we've, you've already heard us speak about um, a being named chuckles." Um, I we call assumed him. Chuckles. that was
2: a nickname. Well, <laughs> that's the name. We yeah. Don't well, another name.
3: we we don't we don't know, um, but there's also uh, that them they uh, took uh, a moss lurker friend of ours that we were adventuring with, and um, I mean he was also returned but was very different. Um, uh, was able to was was what they called a vessel. Is that right? you all yeah yeah um
1: so the the body put perhaps not the person the being
3: yeah mm-hmm. oh my god my mind doesn't even know where to go Oh my gosh, okay. What
2: was it, the The journal says similar disappearances, what was the, what about these made it similar?
0: Um, just sort of the, the idea that it was, it was uh, somewhat influential people, although no one that anyone would have expected to be targeted, they disappeared without a trace, uh, oftentimes from places where you would have expected someone to have seen something, um, and except for this one person that's mentioned at the end of the journal, none of these people were ever you know seen again yeah I mean I think this the, the biggest similarity is that no one could figure anything out in terms of who took them where they went uh, what happened to them after the fact that's that's the biggest similarity
1: the kind of thing where they're like well this person might have left at their own accord so until 48 hours we can't investigate and then there were no clues
3: sort of something like that so I think it's safe to assume that chuckles is um, not good.
4: I feel like that's. We've always kind of felt that way.
3: Yeah, but we didn't know exactly what they were about, or, you know, we had inklings, but.
4: Are there any other um, tomes, books, manuscripts, scrolls, whatever, that we haven't looked at yet? As far as, like, what. That's all that Lynn Lynn brought brought us, yeah?
1: Well, I suppose while we're on the subject of disappearances, I I don't know why the scroll is in the restricted section, which makes it interesting in and of itself, Uh, but, well. They will go find it. Um, you do notice that that when Lynn is speaking about, like, their own personal thoughts and opinions, they tend to- they slip, I guess. They don't- they don't seem to be that old, maybe 20s or 30s. They tend to slip and use first-person pronouns, and when they're talking about their duties and things they do in their job capacity, they use third-person pronouns. Um, yes, they will go find it. Um, and you hear them walking through the stacks, um, looking- looking for the scroll.
0: Yeah, and so you you head out into a, a sort of uh the the very back of the stacks, right, where the old 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 stuff is. So while Lynn is away, is there anything else that you all are gonna have uh have a look at or parse through or just re examine?
2: Is Uh, I would like to look through, just kind of skim through the the book about the beast to see if there's anything that, like, sticks out
0: to me. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in the beast book beyond what we've already talked about, Uh, just because there's a ton else in the book, but it's hard to tell what's true. What in particular are you looking for?
4: Actually, I have, I can build on that a little bit. Are there any descriptions about what the beast is?
0: Oh, interesting. Um, Some of them are in the salacious tales. Yes, exactly Ah. right. Exactly right. (laughs) I keep trying
4: to flip to find something. Basderia Basderia keeps trying to look for those tales. (laughs) I could see like you on one end holding it up, and I'm on the other end holding it up. Really good.
0: Yeah. Really good. Um, Yeah. There are some descriptions. Again, you know, a lot of them are self contradictory, so it's really hard to tell uh, what is accurate, what is overblown myth, and what might just be totally you know made up. Why don't you make me an Intelligence investigation check, Bria. Nineteen. Yeah, okay, so with a nineteen, um, You see all kinds of things that describe what the beast might be. You see something about, uh, you know, one thing that you can sort of tell for sure because it comes up over and over is that the beast seems to come when it arises again. It comes from the central island, from the mainland, from whatever you want to call it, right? So that seems to definitely be like the home of the beast. And it's called as such often enough that you, you feel like that's pretty reliable information. In terms of descriptions of what the beast is, it's all over the place. There are some descriptions that say it is a storm, it is a tidal wave, it is a volcano, right? These sort of natural disaster type things. Sometimes uh, it's referred to as as a devil, right? Sometimes it is referred to as, as an angel or that it comes with a chorus of avenging angels. Sometimes it's described as a sort of cleansing fire, you know? It's, it's sort of all over the place and, and there are even examples where it's described in not the most negative light right so it is really hard to tell you're pretty sure that whatever it is it it is something that exists for sure because I know you all were toying with the idea of, of maybe this thing doesn't even exist um there's enough record of it that something must happen, you know, every so often to wipe civilization out. But in terms of really being able to nail down a description, it's it's almost impossible. It's all over the place uh, in this book, you know.
2: And any discussion of worm creatures? <laughs> no,
0: not at all. Oh, God. No, it's not a purple worm. I'm telling you now, you can take this to the bank. The beast is not a purple worm.
2: So the, uh, our, our assumption can be that this... That these groups or this group likes the like cleansing. They feel like it's a cleansing thing, and that's the reason why they would want the beast to
0: come. I, possibly, that is definitely one interpretation that you could
4: kind of like Old Testament type
0: stuff. <laughs> sort of. I mean, yeah it's it's hard to it's hard to really for sure link. You know descriptions and things in this book to the list of organizations from the intelligence report, but I mean, yeah, that's that's certainly one one possibility.
3: Okay. As we're talking about this, like Flick's mind is racing with the mention of I mean now because the mention of angels, I'm now thinking back to Denier versus my father, and was uh, like how large is uh, what i want to uh, i think what i'm trying to figure out discern whatever is is this really is this interconnected network that seems to be a lot bunch of different ones that are, have the same goal uh, how far have they like expanded like all the way to deities all the way to pit fiends all the way like are all of these people are all of these beings um have you know do they know that the the beast is a consequence of what they, of their goals, because all of them have kind of this like, Denier and my father had the same goal. They wanted to have a presence on this island, or on this on this world. Right? Like, I, I think that's what m- this doesn't even have to be, like, answered at this very moment. I think that's, now I'm just, I'm, I'm realizing sort of the grand scope of this whole thing. Um, and it seems like pe- uh, there are organizations or beings or what have you that want The notes to be um, activated, therefore the beast is set free, or whatever that means, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. I think my. Go ahead, Bria. Mm
2: -mm, mm -mm. Mine's a separate
3: thought. Okay, I, I think my main question about this whole thing that doesn't, again, doesn't need an answer is that. Cause I never got to speak to Deneer when I was his servant, and so I, I'm I'm thinking like, was this Gavraels? Did he know about the beast? Even though like if, cause he knew that his goal was to activate the nodes, did he know about this? Or did my obviously my father has no care in the world about the beast. He couldn't care less. I think he would rather that happen. You know, I think that's just my now where my mind is living, and it's all very confusing.
2: Does the book predate, or does it include multiple? times where the beast has surfaced.
3: Yes, definitely.
2: Okay, so we can then assume that the people that have been living here have survived several...
0: Well... Uh, no I mean the the information in these books and everything is collected over eons but for the most part it seems like they're things that were that were spared somehow the beast's wrath but the when the beast comes as far as you can tell it's it's pretty pretty globally wiped out the, the world is pretty globally wiped out um, so this is all you know stuff that has been collected over the eons and found and collected over the eons but uh, it feels like the world below the the move underground after the last time the beast appeared was sort of the first time that any significant portion of the population survived
2: so potentially someone who was a small child seven or so someone who is a small child who would have the capacity to remember things, their parents could have, or grandparents could have been alive and survived the first time the beast came, and that's where these memories... So this is potentially two returns of the beast that we could assume would fit into this um, memory, maybe? I mean,
0: maybe, possibly. It would have to be some really old, long-lived... you know, an elf. Exactly, an elf. Maybe a really, really old dwarf. Okay. Um, but not, not totally out of the question. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so now that you all have had a chance to uh, delve through that stuff, Lynn gets back.
1: Yes, so Lynn returns with a really old scroll, actually. I think it's in, like, it's wrapped in linen, like, rolled up in it so that the paper doesn't stick together. Um, and they set it down and unroll it very carefully. It says, this is a scroll titled, well, titled On Loss, it primarily focuses on the psychology and and philosophy of the experience of loss and grief, which is more of a uh, subject of memoir fiction or philosophy, but it is recorded as being categorized in the restricted section some time ago. And uh second assistant librarian recalled that there are passages in the scroll that Refer to the disappearance of the southern island some time ago. Uh, That they are correct that you all have been to the western island, the northern island, and now our own eastern island, but not the southern. Uh huh.
3: Correct. Yes, that's correct.
1: Well, um, the scroll says. Shut
3: up! I am like the dis. No, we haven't heard of the disappearance of the southern island.
1: Well, it's not talked about too much here only certain people in certain positions have regular contact with the other islands Um, i think that's correct yes that's correct basically like you know most people don't like have cousins in the other islands they correspond with yeah
3: and (laughs) like we'll reassure you that i think even in our experience the southern island is extremely has been extremely isolated Mm -hmm. like we've never we didn't hear that it was disappeared yeah but it, it
1: seems that for several centuries perhaps even half a millennia all contact with the Southern Island ceased, um, called the Period of Silence, but I mean they call it that in the scroll. There's no other mention of it anywhere else. Do we need to go to the Southern Island?
3: Oh in my what gosh. What
1: Southern Island? <laughs>
3: yeah, is it there? Who's to say? Okay, but did I... Re- we definitely passed the Central Island on our way over here because of the storm. I remember seeing the storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But do we didn't see the southern island, did we? No, I, did I we? think you did. I th- I thought we, I did. Like we did. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you did. Okay, so it's not underwater. That's what I wanted to make sure of. Um,
1: it's
3: Atlantis. I, I, tr- I truly thought it had sunken into I the mean, ocean.
1: I mean, one of its keys could be I mean, If it had sunken into the ocean, the, the city underneath it would still exist.
2: Mm? Unless yes. it were
1: crushed by some sort of earthquake or, or the like, but the, the, the island above did not necessarily disappear just if the city ceased contact.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. And peop- And the, the island disappeared for a significant amount of time and then- Yeah, like centuries. Returned, yeah.
0: So says the scroll
1: that it implies that possibly as long as 500 years- a period of silence occurred, but it does not say uh, what their last communication was or what they said when they reestablished contact.
4: I mean, that's a that's a really long time to blank somebody. It must the other <laughs> islands must have done something really messed up to that poor Southern Island. Um, okay,
1: Southern I, Island was ghosting them.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. I have no idea what to think of any of this.
1: <laughs> and, oh, this this scroll is truly ancient it is preserved by magic we don't even know what kind but uh we also have it wrapped to keep it safe we don't know well the magic can only do so much when it comes to comes to paper and ink but um so so it is possible that no other text mentions this period of silence because it happened so terribly long ago
3: Mm, good point Okay.
0: All right. So while you all are continuing to pour through these documents and figure out what everything is talking about, uh, Lynn, you hear uh, a little jingle from the main door of the library. There's a little bell system that alerts you when someone has come in uh, and needs your assistance. It's it's probably not uh, not another librarian. It's it's likely someone who is coming to the library and looking for uh, looking for a book or whatever something that that you indeed. Uh, should attend to in your duties.
1: This is the door to the main library as a whole. Okay, someone has entered the library. That's what that signals. Um, they should return to their duties.
3: Um, I- ab- absolutely.
1: Okay,
4: so uh, I, I mean, Bezerra will help. Um, Lynn put things away yeah. where they belong. Like the the she knows where the stack of papers were that the third assistant was looking at, so she can so she can put those away and like we'll get her cloak, put it back on once things are done. And
3: once we have everything organized, Flick will reboop himself on the nose to re-up his invisibility. Okay, and uh, Bria, have you are
0: you re-disguising yourself, or were you did you ever...
2: I stayed disguised this whole time. Okay,
0: alright, and Bria hides, Flick goes invisible, uh, and, and you all can make your way back out of the... Uh, of the restricted section, and Lynn, when you get back into the main section of the library, you see that there's a couple of a couple of people there looking for assistance, and uh, the rest of you are able to
1: Lynn will say as they also walk back. I suppose it's rather obvious that that second assist, that I have elected to trust you despite the concerns of, of many uh, despite the trial. So I wish you luck. I hope you can stop whatever is happening and I will continue to research. Biz Deer would like
4: to put a hand on Lynn's shoulder and say, you, you can't even know how much we appreciate this. And we do hope that if any new information comes up that you'll find us and let us know. And um, when it comes to the trial, I, I hope that you'll speak favorably for us and our incarcerated companions. They will if they
1: can
0: yeah. All right. So then you all can sort of make your way back into uh, the, the regular area of the library. Uh, you're either hidden or, or disguised or sneaking or whatever. Uh, and Lynn can attend to the, uh, to the guests that are there and you all can get out. Lore,
1: lore, lore.
0: much, so much lore. I know. I hope you enjoyed. That is where we're going to leave it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what happens when the party gets back together and compares notes?
2: I think there's going to be a whole episode of us having to talk about this first. I mean,
0: that is (laughs) probably the case. Uh, You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual icons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D. You can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign. A gigantic, enormous thank you to Hannah.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. I've been having so much fun in my games as a player discovering a bunch of more. so it was really fun to impart that
0: oh good I'm so glad because I hey. gave you a lot to give to this party and you handled it all beautifully so thank you so so much we've had a great time and thank you for being here and of course I also want to thank all of the rest of you for listening I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands and with me I have Bizdira Bria and second assistant librarian signing off (laughs) happy gaming y'all i love that sign off happy gaming y'all
3: and signing off
0: bazira i almost said kit
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can't do it i can't do
3: it it. i expect no one to ever make fun of me for not saying names correctly or anything like that